I wanted to ask you about the uh, screen or the dump off to James White, the 59-yard gain on third and 10, and um, what you saw from film, uh, what you saw on film uh, that made that such an effective play, both in terms of uh, the way Br- Tom called it at the line of scrimmage and the execution after the dump off. Um, well, I think um, I think we talked about it a little bit after the game. It was um, it was a a um, a play against man coverage, and you know we ended up just coming across the formation to um, you know to James, and we we're able to you know pick off the the linebacker. Um, that had him in coverage. Hang on for just one second here. I was just looking at that play. Um, Mike, just give me a second. I'll come right back to that yeah. question. I'm sorry. I apologize. No worries. No worries at all. It looked like Cannon had one of the linebackers, and it looked like James chipped uh, the rush up the middle, and it just seemed like the timing on that on that play was perfect. I'll, I'll move on. That's That's fine. No, I'll I'll come back to it. just just give me a second and I'll come. I mean, we'll go to the next question. And I'll come back to it. I, I apologize. No, no worries. Thanks, Bill. So we'll go to Mike Reese and we'll come back to that one. Go ahead, Mike. Sounds good. Um, Bill, just like on the housekeeping side, um, do you plan to start Isaiah Wynn uh, practicing this week? Uh, I think he's eligible, so um, it's a possibility. We'll see how it goes. And um, looking ahead, um, I did want to ask you a, a quick Ravens question. Um, Lamar Jackson um, at, at quarterback, how much of a challenge is it to prepare for just his ability to move uh, at that position? Yeah, um, he's very fast, and, uh, you know, he's, he's definitely a hard guy to handle. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's definitely a problem. Um, he's fast and, and that's, that's really a big problem. He, a lot of times he just outruns people and can, I mean, he's got, he's got good moves too. I'm not saying that, but a lot of times he just outruns people, um, with his speed and, you know, that's catching him is, is an issue, uh, especially on the. Uh, when he keeps the ball, a lot of times he's running against the defensive end, um, and you know the ends just aren't fast enough to. They have them, but they don't have them, and so it's kind of it's, he's a problem. It's definitely a problem. You know, he leads the team in rushing, or I don't know, he did. Maybe, maybe he doesn't anymore. But he and Ingram are right kind of there together. So yeah, it's definitely a, a challenge. So, so just going back to the screen play, it looked like, uh, again, it was a man coverage uh, play. So I'm not sure who had James on this. might have been the deep safety. Um, might have been, I think they were in a, a, I think they were in a blitz or either that or the or uh, Whitehead was trying to come around and get him and kind of got caught in the wash. I'm not sure. But it was man coverage, and once he got outside, there was just, you know, nobody left. We ran a... Uh, you know, Julian ran a crossing pattern, and and Ward took him. So there was just kind of nobody left on that side of the field, and everybody's coming from the inside out. And you know, James made about 30 yards, then kind of cut it back, and you know, picked up a 
block there from um, Dorset. I got about another 20 yards. So really, it's just a, a man beater, a man beater play. And you know, when you uh, they got us on that too. Uh, you know, we're in your man-to-man coverage on the back, and the back screens to the other side of the formation. The coverage player has to go through a lot of traffic to get over there and get them. And if you know, if you can get the screen set up and get it out there clean, then that's yeah, that's what you're looking for. Great, thank you, Bill. Yep, thanks, Mike. Uh, next question, Rich Thompson, followed by Doug Kide. Uh, good morning, Bill. Um, I was just wondering, could you comment on Julian Edelman's effectiveness in the red zone against the Browns? I mean, he's not the biggest target down there, but Tom was able to find him twice. Yeah, Julian does a very good job of, of getting open, and, you know, he's he's strong, so he can create some separation, you know, on contact and very dependable hands and, you know, made a good play on the touchdown where he, you know, caught the ball in about the three or four-yard line, got his pads down and, you know, ran through an arm tackle there and, and got in. So, um, you know, Julian's a very, you know, tough, dependable guy. And when you're just looking for a yard or two down there um, after the catch or, you know, uh, around the goal line, he's he always does a good job of kind of being able to, you know, squirt through the tacklers or drop his pads and, and uh, you know, knock the, defense, knock the tackler back for a yard or two and get in the end zone. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Doug Kite is next. I'll ask uh, anyone to hit five star if you want to ask any other questions. Go ahead, Doug. Hey, Bill. I, I know this is kind of a, a general question, but here at the midway point in the season, what would you say is, is the biggest factor in your defensive success? Good players. It, I mean, looking at the roster, it's, it's a lot of the same guys as, as last year, and you guys have been more successful this season, or, or I guess just more productive. Is there any major dif- difference you see from last year to this year? I think we have a, you know, a lot of players are playing well. They're good players. They're playing well. Um, you know, having experience in the system uh, with guys like, you know, Jason and John Simon, um, you know, Bentley guys like that that are um, Danny Shelton, you know, guys that are starting to, you know, have seen this stuff now for a couple of years instead of, you know, a few weeks or half a season. Um, you know, I think that's that's certainly making a difference. And, you know, I think there, there's certainly been, you know, J.C. J.C. is certainly another guy that falls into that category. Um, but, you know, Brooks and Calhoun, Winovich, those guys, um, Collins, obviously, guys that weren't on the team last year, you know, they've been, they've all been productive. Um, so it's really a, you know, confluence of factors that have all come together and, again, they have a lot of good players playing well in different combinations that work well with each other. Uh, it's, it's a good place to be. Just one other follow-up also. Just how assuring is it to have Stephon Gilmore and know that you can trust him to cover some of the best receivers in the league? Yeah, well, like I said, it's the key to the defense having good players. You know, we've got a lot of them. He's certainly one of them. Um, 
we have a lot of other guys too that are um, very dependable guys, guys that can match up in in different situations against you know different types of athletes and um, skill players that our opponents have, and so that's that's a huge advantage for us. Great, thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome, Doug. Go uh, Bob Sosi, followed by Mike Reese. Thanks, Stacy. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Bob. This is somewhat related to Doug's uh, questions, and again, very general. And uh, you're stating the obvious: your defense has been uh, dominant, uh, but it's also been effective in not only creating takeaways, but turning them into points. I'm curious. You've coached a lot of great defenses. You've gone against great defenses. It, it, the characteristics that enable a defense to not only take the ball away, but then convert those takeaways into points. Is, it, is there something contagious about it? Are there, are there certain factors that go into it uh, with all the non-offensive touchdowns you guys have had this year? Well, I think it's, again, it starts with the players. And, you know, some players have um, very good I would just say ball awareness. Um, they just have a good knack of getting the ball off their opponents or recovering a fumble or intercepting a pass or tipping a ball or you know just things like that. And, and uh, I think we have a lot of a lot of players like that on our on our team on our units. And uh, you know it's hard for one guy to get every turnover. I mean it's just not. You know, it just doesn't usually happen that way. You know, we have one guy that, you know, has 10 fumble recoveries. And so, you know, it's it's really everybody with an awareness and and that instinctiveness of when to make the tackle, when to punch the ball out. Um, and certainly speed helps, you know, like the play that John Jones made on Chubb. There's not a lot of players that probably could even make that play just – the amount of ground that he closed and but then, you know, his awareness and timing and being able to, you know, put put pressure on the ball um and get it out. But it was a great effort by Jason uh by uh Devin and you know, we had three or four guys down there around the ball on that fumble and you know, Devin came up with it, but you don't get those plays if you're loafing and standing there watching the play. You you get those fumble recoveries or those uh, tip passes like John Simon got, uh, you know, tip all over the middle and things like that. You you get those plays by by being alert and by hustling and by having a lot of defenders around the ball uh, and uh, being able to take advantage of it. You know, last week on the on the sacked by Simon, um, you know, Kyle was right there and, you know, was able to get on it, and you know, I was pretty close to a scoop and score touchdown, too, but, so, I, all those things, effort, awareness, instinctiveness by the players, and speed, you know, that, that always helps. Great, okay, thank you. Yep, you're welcome. Uh, next question, Mike Reese, followed by Evan Lazar. Bill, I'm acknowledging the, the heavy rain as an added challenge with ball handling. Uh, what would you say mostly contributed to some of the struggles we saw with the field goal operation? 
Yeah, well, it, was, it wasn't an easy day to handle the ball, period. Uh, I thought, you know, offensively we did a a good job to, you know, get through the game with no fumbles and no interceptions. Uh, it wasn't perfect, but, um, you know, there, there were several balls out on, on the other side, and, you know, ultimately that was the difference, so. You know, we've, we've worked uh, in those conditions. We've got to continue to work on them, in them, and, uh, and just overall have better, you know, do a better job all the way across the board in all areas, but, you know, in the kicking game, coaching, execution, players, um, the specialists, of course, but, you know, the, the rest of the group on punt field goal protection and kickoff and punt coverage a return game, so you know, there's a lot of things we need to work on. Uh, next question, Evan Lazar. Hey, Coach. Uh, just wondering if when you guys evaluated Mohamed Sanu before the trade, if you knew that he was going to be such an effective run blocker. Uh, you know, we saw him yes, use it in a bunch of times in run situations. Yeah, I think that's always been a strength of his. Uh, going back to college, uh, he was a—he's a strong, physical kid. And he's got good playing strength, and he's tough. So, yeah, I think he's always been willing to go in there and you know, get his hands dirty and be a tough physical blocker. You know, we have Julian does a good job of that too. Um, so, yeah, those those guys are. It's kind of an underrated thing for receivers, but uh, boy, it, it really it really helps you when you can when those guys do that and they do a good job of it. Uh, yeah, you said underrated. You know, is it how big of a part of the evaluation is? It? I mean, obviously, getting open and catching the ball is you know what most people think about for receivers. And that's very important. It's, you can't be a good receiver if you can't do those two things. But um, you know, that's. That's one, two, and then, you know, two A is blocking and you know contributed in in other ways besides getting open and catching the ball. You know, not not every play for the receiver is a ball that goes to him. So being able to have you know good route distribution so that you have good spacing so that somebody can get the ball, whether it's you or somebody else, um, and blocking. You know, I think all good. I think all good receivers know that when the running game's going, and and part of that's the receivers blocking in the running game, that that opens up opportunities in the passing game. So, you know, the more the defensive backs have to come up and fight through blocks and and support the running game, then when you run play action passes, that's when you're able to really separate the defense and create some big play opportunities. So, it's not. It helps the receivers to do that. I don't know if every receiver buys into it, but it really does help the receivers and help the passing game when receivers are complete players and and do a good job blocking. So, you know, Sanu and Edelman definitely fall in that category. Troy Brown. So that's what those guys do. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, you're welcome. Henry McKenna followed by Mike Petraglia. Morning, Bill. I was, I was curious how you feel um, your son Steve is developing on the coaching staff and, and 
in his role. Yeah, I, I uh, am very fortunate to have a, a good coaching staff. Um, we have a lot of good coaches and you know, guys that really make my job a lot easier because of how thorough and comprehensive they are with the each position and their players and the organization of uh, you know so many things that go on out there. So um, just keep it a general comment and you know give the staff a lot of credit and praise for any success that we've had because they. Honestly, they do most of the work. Sure. Uh, if I could follow, um, any any chance you'd, you'd be willing to tell us who's who's calling plays or how that duty is, is getting split up this year? Yeah, Henry, I think we've already been through that several times already this year. Nothing's changed. Two right. final Thank questions. you. Mike Petraglia followed by Mike Reese. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, Bill, wondering uh, what your thoughts were after watching film on Ferentz filling in for Shaq uh, on the interior line. Um, yeah, you know, really competed well. Um, you know, tough assignment. Uh, too good. You know, got some good inside players. Uh, certainly Richardson, you know, one of the more talented players in the league. I thought he competed well. Um you know, pass protection, got out on some screens, um, you know, was aggressive in the running game. And look, Shaq's a really good player. We know that. And he's he's a hard guy to replace. Um, but I thought James played very competitively and, you know, played about the way we expect him to play. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. And last question, Mike Reese. I was going to follow up on that, Bill. Um, just, you know, he's 30, Ference is 30 years old, and I talked after the game about how that was his first career start, and it was sort of special for him, um, just given his journey. And um, knowing his family, I was I was curious as sort of what your experience has been like working with him um, as a player. Yeah, it's been great. It's been phenomenal. He's uh you know, comes to work every day with a great attitude. He's one of the toughest kids on the team. Um, he's always ready to compete, uh, always, you know, works hard um, at a good tempo, not, you know, to try to, you know, do something reckless so that somebody gets hurt, but just to compete to get better and to make himself better and to make his teammates better. Um, you know, most teams we play have a whatever their cadence or – operation is with the offensive line uh, is, is always, you know, part of the preparation. And he does a great job along with our quarterbacks through the years, uh, last, you know, three years anyway, of coordinating the, whether it's a silent count or blocking schemes or protections and all that to help get our defense ready. He just does a real, real good job in his role of being ready to go, uh, which, you know, he hasn't had to play a lot until yesterday. As you as you referred to, and um, but in terms of helping his teammates get ready and prepare, I know that everybody has a lot of confidence in him because when he when he is in there, he's you know knows what to do and 
so forth, and you know, has experience, even though he doesn't have a lot of playing experience, he has a lot of Patriots experience, and as a teammate to prepare um, the defense and, you know, to help out wherever he can to, to help get the team ready is, is really invaluable. So, um, you know, a good chunk of that's been on the practice squad, and you know, he's been on the active roster, but, you know, yesterday was really his the most extended action he's had in six years. So, uh, But he's great to coach. He's a great kid and very smart, works hard, and you, know, you can tell his dad's Kirk Ferentz. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everyone. All right. Thank you. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.